Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Monday night on the fan, all these dropping beats, Keith McPherson in the chair on the mic, it's a somber, reflecting, defeated football Monday on the fan, that's it folks, that's all she wrote, that's the end of the season for the Giants, for the Cowboys, for the Bills and the Jaguars, and I don't know if you're like me, like 10 minutes before the game I was shook, I had a bad feeling about it. I spent the whole day kind of excited that the Cowboys were in the divisional round, weren't one and done against Brock Purdy in the Niners. Like, maybe they had a chance, but once it got close to game time, I was shook. I was like, oh, this is going to be embarrassing. They're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it. It's going to be something, the Brett Maher stuff right away. And I, I pay attention to all those little things. Like, even in the Giants game, I'm like, I didn't even know Daniel Jones wore contact lenses. I'm like, he just lost a contact? Like, everything is going, like, in a weird way. There were so many little quirky things about the game. And then, like, Sirianni uh, trying to get the Eagles to jump or trying to get the Giants to jump. And it was just, like, a disrespectful thing, like, something that you do when you know you've got, you know, the, the team by the, you know what. And then the cameras catch him. Like, I know what the F I'm doing. And we all get a real glimpse into, like, who this guy is. And you see him nodding his head with the 4K cameras on the sideline. Like, I was just telling Act, uh, I was like, I wanted the Eagles to lose so bad. I think that played into it for me, too. You know, he's, he said he has a friend who asked if I'm really a Cowboys fan or if I'm just doing that for, like, this. I don't have a shtick. <laughs> there is no reason for me to pretend to be a Dallas fan. I'm sharing my misery with you. I'm sharing a decision that I made so young, I can't change it now. I wouldn't wish it on my kids. I was having that conversation with my wife. My kids, when they come and they start watching football, I got a whole thing planned. You can't choose your team at four years old like I did, five years old like I did, six years old like I did. You got to watch. You got to experience. And you got to know the you got to know the map. You got to know geography first. We are here. <laughs> there are two teams that play right here. Are you interested in choosing one of them? No. All right, let's move on. Let's go down 95. This team is absolutely off limits. Nope. There's no way. We're choosing these dirty birds. You want to go out west? Maybe. If Kenny Pickett is the quarterback out there, then maybe 
we can do the black and yellow. Like, I'm not I'm not forcing that on my kids. I'm not forcing that on my children to make them Cowboys fans. I chose, and I had no one to tell me no. My mom was the greatest. As soon as I said, I'm a Cowboys fan. I want this hat and this jersey and this. I got you. She became a Dallas fan. My sister became a Dallas fan. My brother was a Giants fan. I wasn't going that way. And I'm still not mad that I'm not a you know Giants fan. Like, you know, Giants fans are miserable today, yesterday, and so are Cowboys fans. I'll stay over here on my side. I'll be objective about what I've seen with the Giants all year. And like I said, it was the best story in the NFL. Coach of the year in a season where you were not sure about your quarterback, running back. I mean, Dexter Lawrence emerged. Uh, it was a movie. It was a movie. And it sucks that the movie ended like that, but it's a reality check. And it's something to motivate them for next year. They're not sneaking up on anyone next year. And they got to bring their guys back first and see what they can do with the, I think, $60 million in, in salary cap space and see what they do in the draft if they hit on picks. But whatever. It's a long time from now. I always go back to Jeter. Jeter said the worst phrase in sports is, ah, next year. Get them next year. Next year? It's 12 months from now. I don't want to wait 12 months for the next chance to get them next year. So much can happen in a year. So much can change in a year. It's not a guarantee that the Giants will be back in the playoffs next year. It's not a guarantee that any of these teams, like, look at the Super Bowl team from last year and look what happened to them. So here we are in the football offseason. At least we still have the conference championships coming up. And then we get the week off. And then we'll have the Super Bowl. I'd rather just just get me the Super Bowl. I wish the Super Bowl was Sunday. I don't even care to watch these four teams. Dan out in Edgewater. What's up, Dan? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm bleeding blue today, baby. I don't. It's somber Monday. My office, it was quiet. I was pumped up all last week, you know, pumping up the Giants, listening to the fan on Saturday. Lugie had us going crazy before the the game, and then. 14 nothing, And here's the crazy thing. I knew, I felt like like you. When Daniel Jones gets a first down, they stop the game because they can't find a first down marker because the thing broke. And they literally stopped the game for like five minutes. Shenanigans. And it just, the fix was oh in. My. It, it killed momentum. I'm in, I'm in the house with my wife. My wife's like, what's the big deal? I'm like, what? It's 2023. It's the NFL. They don't have the chains together. Is this Pop Warner football? I, I, that's what I was saying, too. And and then, then Daniel Jones trips on uh, the, the lineman's foot. And, oh, yep. my God. I just It was just like. So many little you know, things then, right away yeah. in that game. I'm like, this is this is off. There's something yeah. off about this. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're so right about the talent. You know, I was looking at pro football focus. The Eagles are, like, number one def- offensive line. The defensive line, they got 70 sacks, right? Their, their secondary's really good, right? And you look at us, so they're wide receivers. You got Devontae Smith, who catches the ball like a pillow every time. You got A.J. Brown in the, in the tight end. I forget his name. Dallas and then Goddard, you're looking yep. at Bellinger, James, uh, Slayton doesn't know to run a slant when there's a blitz going, and he gives a, 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 a Friggin' give me pick those guys wouldn't Bradbury. start on the Eagles. Those those guys would be be uh, on the Eagles practice squad. Yes, absolutely. But you know the future's bright because the Giants have depth now, and I think our secondary is the best it's been. But you mentioned something earlier, and I I, I didn't mind waiting on hold because I was listening to everything. 
Fred Warner, on that play you were talking about, the C.D. Lamb, he he stopped to see what was going on. Then he beelined right down the seam with Lamb Incredible. and got into coverage. It was amazing. And I'm looking at pro football focus, the, the Clemson guy, Trenton Simpson. Uh, I'm looking at all these hybrid linebackers because – the Giants haven't uh, drafted a linebacker in a long time, mm-hmm. you know, and we, I think our secondary, Landon Collins is great. I know Wink's got these hybrid guys. Nobody has a position. But if we can get a middle linebacker that can, that can ball out and be like a Warner, we would be so much better. Yeah, got to uh, find them, and I, I think, think they will be hunting yeah. for one. You need a guy that can wreck the game, that can run with these tight ends receivers, but can also play exactly. the run. Fred Warner is tall and long, but he's strong and fat. Oh. Like he, He's a monster. Yeah, that's what we need. But keep, let's keep it up. I love the show, man. Uh, and then we got the Yankees. At least we got the Yankees. Coming soon. Coming up. Can't come <laughs> soon enough. Thanks for the call, right, man. I'll call in again. I'll see you later. Take care. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Yeah, I just I knew. I'm like, maybe I just start already talking about the Yankees, but I I damn sure wasn't gonna lead with Aaron Hicks conversation because I just don't believe it. <laughs> I don't they can tell me every day until opening day that Aaron Hicks is gonna be the starting left fielder and what he's done in the offseason. And I think, you know, Yankees Twitter, some of these kids on Yankees Twitter are relentless. You know, they went and found that he was out on um, a trip with his wife or, I don't know, his significant other. They're on vacation. Like, he's not training right now. So, Yankees Twitter kids are like, this guy's not going to be the starting left fielder. Uh, Judge is in, Ch- in Tampa training. DJ is in Tampa training. And he's on vacation. Of course, he's allowed to go on vacation. But it just it just goes to show you, they're going to say anything. And, and that's part of, you know, Cashman saying that this guy could potentially be a starting left fielder for the New York Yankees. You say that in hopes that somebody bites on the fact that he could be a starting left fielder for them somewhere else. They can't knock the guy. They can't trash the guy. They traded for him. They signed him to a long-term deal. So to get rid of him, it doesn't help you to get rid of him to talk down on him. The whole world has seen him. But, yeah, I wasn't going to come in tonight like, Brian Cashman adds more on Aaron Hicks and start the Yankees conversation. We'll have plenty of time for that. Like, let's get to after the Super Bowl. Like, let's get to, you know, even the week before the Super Bowl where there's no football. That'll be a week where we start talking more about baseball and the World Baseball Classic and guys reporting early for that and then pitchers and catchers or whatever. Tonight is a night to be in your football feelings. It's okay, Giants fans. It's okay. It sucks. It's okay if you were fired up all last week. That's what the fan is for, right? For you to listen to and believe. For you to call in and for us to talk. We talked all around the game, but obviously we're not going to come on air and and act like this is Philly. Let them do that on WIP and talk of the Eagles. What we had to do was try and find anything that we thought would give the Giants an edge or advantage or put them in a spot to potentially steal this game. And we all knew that it was going to be tough. I remember even on Friday people were saying like, yeah, I think the Giants are going to win. You said, I'm like, I, I did not say they're going to win. Like, let's, let's, let's get that clear. Like, for the Giants to win this game, they're going to need everything to go right. And it just seemed like everything was going wrong from uh, Eagles fans going to a lacrosse game and starting their tailgate earlier than they were allowed to the water being turned off in the hotel to the chain gang. Oh, yeah, of course. Now the chains are messed up. That's going to delay the game. They got to go to commercial break. Stops the Giants' drive. 
Daniel Jones loses a contact lens. I'm like, no, the, all of these things are playing into the Eagles' favor. And uh, the Giants didn't have enough. And they tried to figure it out on the fly. Whatever their game plan was, it did not matter. In the NFL, it is about matchups. And sometimes talent, like, let's not act like the, the Eagles don't have good coaches either. I know we talked a lot about Nick Sirianni doesn't have a playoff win. He does now. Jalen Hurts doesn't have a playoff win. He does now. And in convincing fashion. They were prepared. They were very prepared. They watched film. Like, they they can look at the film and see, okay, this guy's not going to be able to cover this guy. We're going to pull and block this guy. We're going to put this guy in no man's land. He's not going to make a tackle. This guy is going to do this. It's like, they, they have good coaches. And when you have good coaches and you have a huge talent gap on your opponent, you end up in a 38-7 divisional round playoff game. In Manhattan, Richard, back on the fan again. Hello, how you doing? Hi, Keith. Keith, I didn't like what Dayball did. Now, they had third and three at the 35. Like in chess, you think two plays ahead. If you know you're going to go for it on fourth down, which I like, even though it's early and you're only down 7 nothing, it's third and three. I run the ball. and. Not only do I run it, I run it for two reasons. I want to establish my run game. It's still early in the game. They just kicked us right up the field and scored a quick touchdown. you got to look like you can control the ball, control the clock. That does help. So on third and three, let's say you get one or two yards. Now you're fourth and one, fourth and two. You can pass or run, and you go for it, and that's fine. What he did was he did... He went for the pass on third and three. The guy fell. Okay, now we lost five yards. All bets are off now. It's fourth and eight. Yep. Now he's going desperation. Yeah. That wasn't going for a keep. That was a desperation uh, when, move. When you're in over your head. Way over. It was. It made no sense at all. And, and then later in the game, here. fans are mad yeah. because they punted and didn't go for it when, when people thought that they should. Yeah, and I said in my open, it's like you're surrendering. When, you, when you're going for it early... When the game isn't out of hand and not punting, and then later in the game where it's like you're trying to save the game, save your season, have any fight, and you you punt, it's like a surrender. Uh, Hassan Reddick wrecked those plays. Uh, he had back-to-back sacks. I had that in my notes. It was uh, third and three, and then uh, fourth and, and eight, and you know, in the first quarter, it, it squashed that drive, and it just it just was hard to believe after that. Keith, fourth and eight. That Philadelphia defense. They were like hungry wolves running after Jones. He didn't have a chance on yeah. that play. That was terrible. And they these got sacked, and that was it. That was terrible. These games they are got... won and lost in the trenches. And That's very right. early I was watching that game, and I said, I said this on air last week. Watch these games inside out. Like inside, like at the center where the ball is, and then when they snap the ball, watch who is getting pushed back, who is having their way. The Giants' offensive line had nothing for these guys, and not really any offensive line has anything for the Eagles' defensive line. They're the best defensive line in football. Keith, you can't – you know, I hear the uh, commentators on all the stations, all the guys say, well, this defense is not the 85 Bears. That's an oxymoronic statement, and I'll tell you why. Defense will never be like 1985. It won't even be like 2000 with the Ravens. The way the NFL is now, they want offense. The scores are higher. It's geared toward the wide receivers. So Philadelphia, believe it or not, 
is this year's version of the 85 Bears, or if not the 85 Bears, the 2000 Ravens. They're that good. And I just want to say one more thing about Andy Reid. Three weeks ago, we were talking about safety in football. You remember that? That's all we talked about for a few days, maybe even a week, uh, after what happened to Hamlin. Now, Andy Reid goes ahead and puts a guy on the field limping with half a leg. Mm -hmm. And after a guy, the backup, drove you 97 yards down the field, one, two, three. He looked like a starting quarterback, that guy, Henny. Now, you tell me, does that make sense to you? To me, it doesn't make sense. It worked out for them. Kansas City won the game. But that must that makes no sense. We spoke about safety. The NFL, what are they doing? What you know, Richard Neal on his station brought up on his on his program brought up a good uh, a good idea. He says, why don't we just eliminate fumbles? This will take out a lot of potential uh, injuries in the game. I mean, it was a thought. But here we <laughs> no, are when a guy is plainly injured, not just yep. hurt, injured. Clearly hurt. Clearly we're all watching that like, oh, he's hurt, Keith, hurt. Like he's got to come out of the game. He can't Keith, walk. Like he's Keith, trying to I was, play. I, I had the game on radio too. And Kevin Harlan was doing the game. Do you know after the second quarter, he never said the name uh, Patrick Mahomes. It was the hobbling Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. That's all he referred to Mahomes as. Yeah, the hobbling Patrick Mahomes goes back to pass. The hobbling Patrick Mahomes goes to the huddle. That's all he. That's how bad this guy was. And we, you know, we talked about it last three weeks ago that the NFL has to do something. Well, how how are you ever going to fix it when you see something like this going on? Really, great call, Richard. Thank you for the call, and I'll take it from there. When we're dealing with head injuries. When we're dealing with um, concussions, when we're dealing with breaks, I think that the NFL, like, that's where they really take a stand. That's where they really do something. They pull guys off the field. They have to get checked out, whatever. Man, with Pat Mahomes, when he went down at first, I thought it was a knee. And if, if he had a sprained MCL or ACL and was hobbling, I'm like, get him off the field. But an ankle... I had I had plenty sprained ankles. I think I had three sprained ankles and a broken foot playing football. An ankle, honestly, an ankle is going to happen. And I'm watching the game. I think my mom texted me about it. Like, what you know? What are you going to do? And I, I'm like, well, th they're not going to take his cleat off right now and wrap up his actual ankle, assuming he doesn't wear ankle wraps. That's one thing. I sprained my ankle. I think my junior year. I never played a football game without actual tape. On both of my ankles, you know how the, like the trainers in the training room can give you stability with that ankle wrap. Like it is necessary. But when I was young, I just never thought to have even an ankle brace on. I was a fast runner, and I felt like you know I needed to be loose and whatever. But once I got hurt, every game, even practice, I didn't, I don't think in in high school after that or college I went to one practice without tape tape on both of my ankles. So I'm gonna assume Pat didn't have that. And when he first went out, they taped outside of his cleat so when you see them tape the cleat it's to give stability with the cleat and tape around the sock when they took pat out of the game he was furious obviously he's a competitor he's the highest paid player on the team the face of the team the quarterback this is the playoffs they're at home he knows hey if you take me out of the game it changes the entire game i know chad henny you know came in and did the job but like 
They've got Trevor Lawrence over there and Doug Peterson over there, Travis Etienne, a, a few receivers, and a good enough defense where if I'm not in the game, momentum changes. You see him on the side when Reed and Bienemy are talking to him, and they basically tell him, you're, you're out. You've got to go into the locker room slash training room, or you can't go back in. What was that for? That was for him to go in, actually be evaluated, and see, okay, this is a high ankle sprain. We're going to put tape on your actual ankle. Then you can put your sock and cleat on, and we'll give you another wrap to give you more support. So now you have tape inside and outside. Can you throw on this? Can you stand on this? Can you plan on this? Good to go. But, like, it's not a good look for the NFL. He looks like a wounded deer. But it's Pat Mahomes. He's going to play. He's not coming out of that game. And, uh, you know, it's not a head injury. It's not a knee. It's not a back. It's just an ankle. And he's going to play again this week, folks. He's going to ice up. And that's just, that's something I said as soon as that game was was pretty much done. I'm like, they need to get him in the ice bucket. Like, they get a bucket of ice, and you just put your foot in that bucket of ice, submerge your foot and ankle in that bucket of ice for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. They're going to get him some stem, maybe get him some, I don't know, some rubber bands to work that out, and he'll be fine. He'll play next week. And also, um, I don't know if they did this at halftime. They give you a shot. I got this in high school, quarter zone shot. I got the quarter zone shot, I think, a few hours before the first game I played on a sprained ankle. Not the actual game I sprained it. I, I just champed it out, and I remember popping like five Advil, Advils, not even kidding, um, to get through the pain. He's going to get some type of cortisone shot, something to numb the pain. The adrenaline will kick in. He'll have his ankle doubled, double wrapped inside and outside, and he's going to play against the Cincinnati Bengals, and they're going to come for him. They're going to be trying to take him out of the game, and Joe Burrow is going to be on the other side, dicing up their offense. is going to be a hell of a matchup, a rematch from last year. I can't wait to see it. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We got to break it down. But more football talk and more of your calls right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Daniel Jones brings his team to the line in his first playoff start. He played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And we're back. Earlier today, Paulie hit me up. I guess to kind of like plan for the show, see if I wanted any, you know, NFL reporters or any guests. And I declined because I knew what this was going to be tonight. But he did say something to me about, uh, you know, Dallas Cowboys fans calling. And uh, I'm like, nah, you know, there's no Dallas fans that are going to call. He's like, no, they know you're a Dallas fan. They're going to call. And we've got all Dallas Cowboys fans on the line. So that'll probably be the next 30 minutes. And it's a good changeup. Obviously, you can't beat a dead horse and talk about the Giants game from Saturday only. You know, there were three other games. And we're in New York, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world, they're a Cowboys fan. So let's hear from three straight Cowboys fans in a row. Or they might not be Cowboys fans, but they want to speak on the Dallas Cowboys. I I won't put that evil on you, Ricky Bobby. I won't assume that you guys are fans of the frauds like I am. Eric is in Boonton, New Jersey, first up on the fan. Go for it, Eric. Yep, so uh, I'm a 58-year-old Dallas Cowboy fan, North Jersey, and uh, I've been a Cowboy fan for 51 years. My 26-year-old son stuck with the Cowboys. Oh, man. My 23-year-old went to the Giants. So uh, (laughs) So he was able to get (laughs) some Super Bowls at 23, 26. That's rough because now this drought has been 27 years. Thank you very much. I'm reminded of that every day, like yesterday, by him. <laughs> um, so, so as a as a longtime fan, I had a great time with the '70s, '80s, and '90s with the uh, with the Cowboys. I mean, they were right there spoiled. with anybody through those decades. <laughs> spoiled fandom to start, <laughs> right? And 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 but what? I, and then you know, I was a big fan of Tom Landry. All the, Jerry comes in. This, that, and the other thing happens. I, I actually contemplated. Stopping, uh, you know, changing my allegiance. Stayed with it. Uh, have not been a fan of Jerry Jones since the day Jimmy left. Just yep. reading his book, Jimmy's book, Swagger, and it kind of says what everybody else has said in the seven o'clock hour. Jerry needs to go, and Dak is a good quarterback, but he's not a champion. And, and in Jimmy's book, Swagger, he points out directly two things: that in the original contract, him and Jerry agreed that Jerry would do business, Jimmy would do the football side. And then he's, he's, he's quoted later on as saying that um, as Jerry got, uh, as Jimmy got, the team got successful, all the credit came to Jimmy. And Jerry went to Jimmy and said, and no one almost directly, 
I want to have some of the f- some of the fun as well, meaning the credit. And that's basically when Jimmy left. Shake my head. And here we are. The money's not good enough. <laughs> you need the credit. You need the shine. And that's why Jerry Jones is on 103.5, the fan in Dallas. He has a radio spot. What other owners, GMs have a, a radio spot weekly? You know, you hear from the GM after the season. Uh, owners you almost never hear from on the radio. Jerry Jones is on the radio every week, and then he's in front of the cameras every game. There, we have video oh, of him I, yeah. after last night's game. It's oh, viral. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I'm 51 years in this, and I enjoyed the years with Jimmy. Uh, Jerry, Jerry's a joke. He, uh, it's unfortunate, but he is. He, 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 it's all about him. We would have won something if, if not, you know, uh, if he wasn't. He's it's, made so uh, many mistakes, Eric. Like you've you've lived through it. You've seen the mistakes, and they're glaring because of the lack of results. The Jimmy Johnson yeah. thing. He he might have won more if he didn't. Move on from Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer. Okay, whatever. But like well, that was Jimmy's team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when when things change. I mean, I'd encourage any Cowboy fan read Swagger. There's a great, a great. Uh, and I'm not selling the book, but no. But, but I'll add it to my he, Amazon he, he, list, he, and I will spell, read it. He spells it out there. Jimmy Johnson does, where they agreed. Maybe you know, basically separate church and state, and then Jerry couldn't take it anymore. And I said, I want to have some of the fun. I'd interpret that as some of the glory. Yikes. And, you know, Jimmy left, and, and uh, yeah. it's Yeah, and you got to do right by people, and he did wrong by him. He, I remember when, <laughs> this was recent, right? Everyone was saying that Jimmy Johnson belonged in the Cowboys' ring of honor, and it was, like, yep. hard for Jerry to do that. Well, he, he wouldn't even commit it to Hall of Fame induction when, when Jimmy got it in. <laughs> he yeah. wouldn't commit so, even then. Serves him right, and we all just have to suffer as Dallas Cowboys fans that picked the team when they were winning yeah. Super Bowls, and uh, it's been a long drought, but it's all because they're well, cursed with Jerry yeah, Jones' yeah. curse. Yeah, what's the common denominator is, is Jerry. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a shame. I mean, I've, I've said to anybody that knows me for as long as since Jimmy left, until Jerry leaves, nothing's going to change. Right. Nothing. It won't. They won't hire anyone to do the football business because they think that they can do it. Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones. I mean, this guy wanted to draft Johnny Manziel. Stephen is the guy behind our drafts. Stephen needs to step up there, and Jerry needs to. Stephen, I will say, is not his father. So I don't mean to lump them together, but I, I do mean to lump them together as far as it being family and not football guys. And we can look at the Giants. Sure. Right here, and what the Maras did as far as going out and getting football guys that they had no yes. prior anything with, and look at the return in the first season. Yes, yeah, you mentioned the Maras and the Giants, and I have a love hate relationship growing up here in North Jersey. But yeah, I mean, that's as solid as the right organization is. And you got to respect they're... it. Yep. Yeah, so. All right, man. Thanks Another for the year. call, Eric. Appreciate it. See you. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, like there are Cowboys fans like Eric who, you know, <laughs> got the the uh, the the Landry years, the Roger Stallback, Tony Dorsett. Yeah, like, I didn't get those years. I came in with Aikman and Emmitt and and Irvin, and I don't know. You know, like I said, I wouldn't put that on my kids. He gave his kid a choice. His, you know, his twenty six year old son's riding with him, and that's tough. His twenty six year old son has no Super Bowls to hold on to. But then his other son decided, hey, I'm in Jersey. We're in North Jersey. I'm going to root for the Giants. And he's seen the Super Bowl in 2007, in 2011, 
And then he even got to take this magic carpet ride this year where no one had them as a Super Bowl or even playoff team, but you had fun this season rooting for this team and going on the ride. And you know the future is bright. You look forward to the next five years or whatever it takes until Dayball and Shane can build a talented roster, can build a team that can get to the postseason and actually run through the postseason and not sneak up on anybody, just be the juggernauts, right? I was saying that last week, the Eagles are not the juggernauts everyone thinks. They look like it this past weekend. They look like it Saturday. But then you also have to take that with a grain of salt because they're playing against the Giants who do not have the amount of talent needed to go toe-to-toe with them. We'll see what they look like against the Niners, and I already think that the Niners are not going to be able to beat them based off of what the Niners did against the Eagles. I've watched the Eagles and uh, or what they did against the Cowboys. I've watched the Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys lost to the Eagles with Cooper Rush. Eagles lost to the Cowboys with Gardner Minshew. When they have Jalen Hurts, they are a different team. There is no more conversation about him being a system quarterback. It's his system. He is the reason they go. Running that zone read, he can run the ball. Miles Sanders can run the ball. Boston Scott can run the ball. Kenneth Gainwell can run the ball. And then they just get the ball to Devontae Smith, get the ball to Dallas Goddard, who is a monster. He he had a mean streak, whether it was a stiff arm, whether he was blocking. He came to the fight ready to fight. Philly versus New York, he came out swinging. And then A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown was pouting a bit, but he was bringing it blocking. I think A.J. Brown, obviously, receiver, diva, getting to play in the playoffs, and if you think about you know his time with the Titans and them coming up short and him not having a big effect on the playoffs, A.J. Brown was pouting a little bit. He had three catches for 22 yards, no touchdowns. He was pouting a little bit because he didn't feel like he got the love he needed. What I'll say about A.J. Brown, he's got to shake that. He's got to lose that. You're on a team that can win the Super Bowl, and they're going to need you in the next two weeks. Don't pout about not getting targets, receptions, touchdowns, you could end up being the hero in the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl. On that note, real quick, Steph Diggs also not happy with Josh Allen on the sidelines. He bolted out of the locker room. Apparently, practice squad. Uh, Somebody back, grabbed him and was like, "Yo, be like, dude, like, this is the end of the season. Come back with anywhere. the team. You don't get to leave because you're mad." Like, yeah, everyone's mad. He he came out with a tweet before uh, I came on air. Right before I came on the air, I clipped it. Let me see. At five forty-four, he said. Want me to be okay with losing, question mark? Nah. So basically he's saying, like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of losing. And there was a quote where he he, he was talking to someone. He's like, every year it's the same. Like, this guy is going through torture. He's, from, he's, the, from the Minnesota Miracle yep. when he caught that pass uh, from Case Keenum and he thought he was going to the Super Bowl that year. And then he he's, gets traded and yep. he's got Josh Allen, who he has been very vocal about Josh Allen is the quarterback of his dreams. He literally said that. He's the best thing that happened to him having a quarterback like that but they come up short in the biggest moments. Steph Diggs has the mindset, it's championship or bust. So when we mess around about the Mets and the Yankees, how they ended up in the same spot, yeah, Steph Diggs would have that mentality. Yeah, he Because there's one goal. Super Bowl champion. It's one goal, the chip. That's the only goal he has. He, If he got to the Super Bowl and he lost on a last-second field goal, he would do the same exact thing. That's the fire that he has inside of him. And real quick, a, a, I don't know if people are being too hard on Jerry Jones, but the amount of money and stuff he has poured into the Cowboys, th- there is a little bit of, you guys don't get a ton of those players without Jerry Jones, whether it's Irvin, Emmett, Aikman, 
and re-signing those guys. What have you getting... done for me lately? You know that song? That's what it's about. We're not talking about what he put in when he first got the team. He's made a lot of penny-pinching decisions in these last couple years. I mentioned Amari Cooper. Why would you trade a first-round pick they valued, and then not pay him? They valued the running they back lit- position more. They idiots. valued they, they, that's the, they literally that's went the and got Amari Cooper to evaluate Dak. Right? They're like, give Dak a number one because Dak was throwing to Bryce Butler and Cole Beasley. So they get him a number one receiver, and then they don't pay the number one receiver that helped make Dak better. And you saw... Amari Cooper was able to get his yards with Jacoby Brissett. He still got it. And I believe if he was on that field yesterday, Michael Gallup is like, they 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 thought Michael Gallup was more than he was coming back from a knee. Yes, they did. Yeah. Michael Gallup was a non-factor the entire year. Gallup is a, a good third wide receiver on a team. I guess. A good third or fourth wide receiver well, on a team. If you have Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, you essentially have two ones. Pay Amari Cooper what he's worth. They, didn't, then, they didn't want to lose Zeke and Pollard. I mean, that's... <laughs> And that's what it's going to come down to. It came down to Zeke. They paid Zeke early because he forced their hand. Right. They should have told him, stay in Cabo. Tony Pollard will get your carries. But Jerry Jones blinked. And he gave him the money. Zeke who? Yeah, don't play Zeke who like Zeke's not a factor. You're thinking about Zeke too much. It's a running back. This is the NFL. Yep. It's a running back. You can draft running backs every year. Second or third round, just redraft them, and you keep them on their rookie deals, and then you just recycle them, get rid of them. I agree with that. made mistakes. He he also blinked with Dak and his contract. Yeah, franchise tag, franchise tag. And I think a lot of that actually had to do with the injury that he had. I almost think that Jerry kind of felt sorry for him on a human level, which is fine. I I mean, I would... I don't know how I would react, but oh, that's what it came across as to me. that is the problem you get into being the owner and the GM. The GM doesn't have to have these relationships with the players. The owner does. Yeah. So then, you know, you come in, you you end up in you end up in these uh situations where like, you know what? They tried to shortchange Randy Gregory. They ended up not needing him. And he had a, a year in Denver where, you know, Denver sucked and he didn't play a lot. But like he was signed. The Dallas Cowboys official Twitter announced Randy Gregory coming back, but they tried to nickel and dime him on the back end of his contract where his uh, agent, they threw that out. He ends up signing with Denver. Once again, the Cowboys have egg on their face. And speaking of the Cowboys' official Twitter, I heard a lot of talk about their official Twitter putting out. Now, I follow the Cowboys. I follow them on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. And they have a whole media team. They have writers, whatever. So that tweet about Dak, and let me pull it up so I can see how they worded it. And no, they're not going to delete it. And and I, I think people were asking me what I'm like. It's facts. So the tweet was written like this. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't, again, generate self-inflicted wounds. Hashtag Dal versus SF. Hashtag Dallas Cowboys. And then it links to the article. And that's probably what the writer wrote. But people were that, that got 10.3 million views on Twitter because people looked at them as throwing Dak under the bus. They're not throwing Dak under the bus. It's facts. There was not a lie told. And he's making $40 million to lead the league in interceptions, and he threw two interceptions in the divisional round that changed the game. You get one of those passes back, it changes the game. And I've said on this mic that he could have thrown five interceptions. Let's go to break. We got a break. Sorry. I'm going to get to the rest of the Cowboys fans on the line, but Giants fans call. I see Rich in Pennsylvania to talk about the Jets. We are in our football feelings on this Monday night. It's perfectly fine. 
And Football Monday will continue right after this. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right. KM to AM, a five-hour Football Monday show, talking about football, talking about the weekend that was, the divisional round, the losses, um, just hearing from you guys and what you thought and what you saw and what you experienced. And, you know, I'm scrolling through the Internet to see if there's anything uh, to add. And I found something about Ezekiel Elliott. So it was just reported by uh, Michael Gelkin, who covers the Dallas Cowboys, that Ezekiel Elliott wants to remain with the Dallas Cowboys in 2023 and is reportedly willing to take a pay cut to make it happen. Uh, what a guy. How swell, Zeke. <laughs> he took that hit at the end of the game. He said, all right, I, I know I got to take a pay cut. Without Tony Pollard, this team is nothing. And, yeah, I finessed Jerry Jones into paying me $15 million a year. And you know what? My life changed. But what's a couple million different when you've already stacked? I don't know how many millions he's made in his lifetime. He's got enough money, though, for sure, compared to the two, three yards per carry he brings to the team. And I don't care about his run blocking, and I don't care. Like This guy, Finesse Jerry Jones, held out a year before his contract was up, and Jerry Jones fell into giving him six years, $90 million. It's going to be interesting to see what the Giants do with Saquon. I don't think you can give Saquon that kind of deal. And I said this in the beginning of the year. If you go back and you remember me saying, like, Ezekiel Elliott has lost a step. He's slow. He's not explosive at all. If you watched that game yesterday, he was getting hit. Like, Fred Warner had a play where he took him off his feet. Saquon Barkley's still explosive. Saquon Barkley can still run. He can still hit the hole. He can still make guys miss. He is still one of the best running backs in the league, was I think in the top five, and he, you know, didn't, you know, play towards the end and was banged up, you know, towards the end of the season. He was leading the league in rushing at one point this year. I do think that you pay Saquon Barkley. He's got a captaincy on his chest. He is one of the giants that fans actually have their jersey or have his jersey and like, you know, he's a tie to the struggle that the Giants were in. And he made it through, and now he's part of this culture change. I do think they pay him, but I think they got to pay him no more than like $13 million a year. I don't think he's going to get Christian McCaffrey's money or Ezekiel Elliott's money at $15 million a year. It's just it's tough when you're in a league where like you can draft a Brees Hall in the second round. I mean, I know Brees went down, but like you can draft these running backs. Some of these running backs go undrafted and end up being the guy. Some of these guys get drafted in the later rounds and, you know, the way that the league is shifting, you don't need to take a running back like Ezekiel Elliott four overall or Saquon Barkley two overall in this league. It has shifted to the passing game. You take a quarterback up there like a Joe Burrow that can literally change your franchise or a Trevor Lawrence who is in the process of changing their franchise. Urban Meyer delayed them some. But, yeah, you you take offensive tackles that are going to protect the quarterbacks. You take edge rushers that are going to sack the quarterback. You even take DBs that high now. When you look at Derek Stingley and 
Sauce Gardner. You you go and take those guys up top that are surefire lockdown cor- corners that can stop the other team's number one. It's a passing league. All right, back to the phone. Still Dallas Cowboys fans on the line. Let's go to David in Boonton, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, David? Going once. Going twice. And he's gone. But don't worry. Rob is in Dumont, New Jersey on the fan. Hello, Rob. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Good, good. Just talking through it. You know, watched all the games and read everybody's emotions online and listened to the station all day today. And uh, yeah. I guess it's my turn to weigh in as a Cowboys fan uh, and someone that believed that the Giants were going to put up a little better fight against the Eagles, but nope. Yeah, they, they played a much better defense than they did against Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. They're frauds, too. Pleasure. The Vikings are just as fraudulent as the Cowboys. Amen. I mean, our defense was fantastic, but I've been saying for months that the that guy at work who's a Cowboy fan, that, that I mean, everything you're saying is spot on, that Dak, Dak just can't throw. I mean, against Tampa, the first touchdown is Schultz in the end zone over his head. I mean, every every throw is behind somebody or, yep, or high. low or over their head, right? And to me, that's a guy that is that is not poised. To me, that's a guy who's rattled where his mechanics start to go away a little bit, where it isn't just a Joe Burrow walk in the park, park type of day. Like, when I watch Joe right. Burrow, I am amazed that this guy, he doesn't care that it's snowing. He doesn't care that it's the divisional round. He doesn't care that he's without his starting left tackle and center. He's going to drop back. He's going to look at the defense, and he's going to distribute the ball right on target. It's like he's not seeing anything, you know. Like you said before, T.Y. Hilton was wide open on that on that left hash. He was he, it was a touchdown. Yeah, how do you and miss that? that you ball. can't miss that. You can't. Miss and it. even even like you said, Gallup at number three, but he was behind the defense, and that that would have put us in the in the red zone. Mm-hmm. That deep missed ball. opportunities, a ton of missed opportunities, yeah. and I'm glad that and Dak that, takes accountability. But it's too much. It's yeah. a whole season of interceptions. It's a whole right. season of game swinging because you gave him the ball at the worst time. Yep, and and like you were saying before about Diggs, uh, he killing me. He's got to knock that ball out of frick out of. Uh, out of Kittle's hands. Out of Kittle's hands. Bring, yep. your, bring your arms and keep your head up. I mean, that's, yeah, and he's got to, that changes the game, you know. That this guy that had interception. a 2021 season where he had all these interceptions, so people were looking yep. at him as this, like, bona fide corner. No, that's because yep. the league wasn't aware of him yet. So he was able right. to bait them. He was able to jump routes. Now the league understands, yeah. hey, this guy this is how this guy plays. So we're gonna we're yeah. gonna only do certain things on his side of the field. And he's not that yeah. good of a tackler, he's not that good of a defender at all. I think the Cowboys need to draft a corner in the first round. Uh, oh, but like you're talking about Zeke, they should have drafted Jalen Ramsey that year. I was, I was I was I was in the Buffalo Wild Wings in Times Square <laughs> when they just opened that Buffalo Wild Wings right around the corner from MTV where I used to work. And I'm in there uh-huh. screaming. Why would I'm, I'm also? I used to be a Florida State football fan, so I saw Jalen oh, Ramsey, yeah. Ramsey coming up. I'm like, why oh. are they taking a running back here? They were right. so pressed to replace Demarco Murray, and so they go with yeah. Ezekiel Elliott because they had the line. No, you always yeah. need defense. You've you've been needing oh, a solid corner for years now, and they keep passing then, up on guys. And then at the end of the game, he's he's fighting on the sideline, Diggs. Like now, you want to hit somebody? <laughs> yeah, I can't stand him. I, I was done with him yesterday. I was done with Dak yesterday. Uh, been yep. done with Jerry Jones. So, Amen. 
Thanks for the call, Rob. We got to break it down. It's almost 9 o'clock. We're two hours in. Marco's coming up with the update. Let's hit the break, and I will be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 